Hello, and welcome to Ethical Seduction, where we help you create the sex and relationships you want, both in and out of the bedroom. Uh, in this episode, uh, it's going to be sexy, dirty, erotic, fun, and slightly perverted. So if that's a problem, go someplace else. But it is going to be fun, I think. We're going to try some things to see how it all works. Uh, we're going to cover dirty talk and how to talk to your partner in a way that's really just right for them so that you can turn them on, press their buttons, arouse their minds as well as their bodies, and hopefully, with a little bit of guidance, not say the wrong thing. So we're gonna help you choose like the right words because everybody's different and everybody has their kind of keywords that they really like and their keywords that they don't like. And so having the conversation to figure those things out, I think is important. And so we're gonna hopefully kind of go through that, give you some examples and show you interesting ways to kind of construct sentences and comments that you can whisper in your partner's ear at just the right motherfucking moment. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Steven, <laughs> and joining me today are my fellow dirty sluts, Kimberly, my slutty wife. Hello. Ooh. Ava. Hi, sexy friends. <laughs> and... Dirty Nurse Brandy. Hi. <laughs> Everybody's already like embarrassed. We have not, all four of us have not been together in like a little bit. So has anybody got anything interesting going on? I finally put together my Pride Lego set. I that saw I spoke that. about months ago, like actually getting it in the mail and then, yep. So I put it together. It took a whole 22 minutes. I timed it. It was <laughs> the easiest Lego set yet to put together. So I appreciated that little ego boost from the lego people it looked pretty easy Shh, you. listen you can see it on our insta yes yeah. i posted it on there yeah it looks cute yeah make comments like oh nice job brandy yeah i'll take them mm -hmm. 22 minutes all right well let's get into the dirty talk so the first thing i want to kind of just point out is like i know all three of you and everybody has a little bit different style okay so i know some of you better with key on keywords like look at kimberly over there smiling i know some of you all better with like certain words that you like and don't like okay but i'm just going to say as a simple example this is not like all inclusive of like exactly who you are but this is parts of each of your personality uh nurse brandy likes medical play you know, that's one of those things. So if you kind of know something about the person that is automatically going to start giving you like a little bit of a guide of like what to talk to the person about or what words might be good or appropriate for you. Okay. Kimberly, um, she was really surprised one day when, and I had to go out on a risk with this doing humiliation, you know? And so we, used, we came up with a word that she actually, she was like, well, you're not going to tell anybody. You know, I said, I was like, like, absolutely, I am now. We were in public too. So, of course, it was like, well, not public. Well, it was, I mean, it was with, yeah, the with our friends. With our friends. Public. And I, but mm -hmm. I, I, the two of us were just talking. And I said, she goes, like, what are you going to call me? You know, and so I, I took the word cunt and to make it nicer, I put, made it cunty, which I've noticed that is the kind of thing that Kimberly says. And then she was like, oh my God, you know, like it was a bit of a surprise at first and all this. And, and then she said, yeah, but you would never say that in front of people. So that was the challenge. So then I had to say it in front of people. And then it just worked wonders. And Kimberly was like, yeah, I really did like that. So that was like a surprise, you know. But it, once you kind of like tap into a certain area of something like that. So in Kimberly's case, she was like, no, I don't like humiliation until she felt a little bit of it. And then she was like, oh, my God, like that did something to me down deep. <laughs> and then Ava, 
Ava is like this nice, super empowered slut who knows what she wants to hear and how beautiful she is while she can also like how good she is at like taking a cock. Mm -mm. Look at the look on her face. Mm -mm. There you go. (laughs) He's like, you're not wrong. (laughs) So none of you are like just those things, you know, but I'm like, I just kind of wanted to pick that out that everybody's got a little bit different style. And if you know just something about the person that can be like a good, a good kind of start. So, um, I think I'm going to start it this way for the conversation. Okay. Let's go over like nouns, verbs, and adjectives, because I think just identifying certain words or certain things to like come up with, like, then you can go ask your, you know, your partner or whoever you're talking to, like, Hey, do you like this word? Okay. But just to kind of come up with some basic words that might be, might be sexy. Now keep in mind, these can also be triggering to some people. So some people are going to like a word. Other people are not going to like a different word. You know, it's like you have to kind of figure it out. But I don't, Ava, tell, tell me some good, dirty nouns that you know. Some good, dirty nouns that I know. Um, slut, whore, skank, mm, cunt, bitch. What else? Um, let's have little Brandy have a turn. So one of my favorites that a partner uses, he he calls me a hussy. Mm. It's a favorite. I love it. (laughs) Is that from from like the 60s and 70s? I have no idea. It's it's one that I don't hear often from other people. So yeah, it has like a special effect. And it's almost become like also like a term of endearment sometimes if they send me a message or whatnot. Like, hey, hussy. You know, it's I like it. <laughs> yeah. Kimberly, what about you? Uh bimbo. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So you oh, like that word? You like bimbo. Right. So before pandemic, we were doing like public, I don't want to say public, but we're at the mark. So we're at the club doing bimbofication. Mm. Um, which is maybe like a whole nother topic, but I really enjoyed that. But and I want to throw this in, okay? It's interesting to me. Here's Kimberly, right? She's all like I studied feminism and women's issues like when I did my thesis and in college and all this kind of stuff. And then she's like, she likes to be called a bimbo. It's like the total opposite, mm. which we'll come back to. I don't think that's mm. uncommon. I think that's actually probably pretty common to mm. have that kind of thing. Like you sort okay. of, a lot of these words, like, you know, they're wrong or they're bad, but they're kind of good at the same time. And they have that mix. And that's really, I think what you're going to. Come words. dumpster. Oh, that's such oh a good God. one. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> I'm dumpster. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to throw out there the word cock mm-hmm. and penis mm-hmm. because cocks, everybody know, are big. Penises are small. You can pick the right word for the right <laughs> person with the right meaning, you know, and the same thing. You can have a, you know, a cunt or a pussy, you know, mm-hmm. or it might not even be anything. It could just be a hole because that's all it mm-hmm. is. It's just a hole. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're getting um, really into like objectification. Listen, this yeah, is, that, and that's how actually long, how long right. does this episode last? I'm just wondering. Are you squirming already? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which brings us to verbs. I, I was going to say, uh, actually, an adjective for Brandy would be wet. Yeah, but we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah, okay. okay. Verbs, Kimberly. I, I know you like to hump it. What are some other good verbs? Look at her. Look at that mouth. <laughs> I don't know if I like. <laughs> what other ones? What other verbs are good? That... 
I don't know. You like or that you... take it. That works, right? That can. Yeah, yeah, take it. Yeah. Well, fuck me is like a general like good old fashioned <laughs> verb. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, a couple I, I thought of top of my head. I was like, you know, hump. Anything really in some ways that goes with the word it kind of sounds better. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, the word hump is a verb. So it's hump it, work it, fuck it, suck it, suck take it, it yeah, enjoy take it. it. You know, just mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, we'll jump into the adjectives. You know, just think of, again, these are just to kind of give people brainstorming ideas. Um, I had like dirty, flirty. You know, Brandy, you're really perverse. Oh, feel Ava, you are both mm-hmm. horny and you're slutty. <laughs> oh. No response. I, like, I feel like we're just getting compliments here. Like, this is kind I of know. Nice, it's like, this is like compliment, <laughs> complimentary yeah, play. Yeah. Do you, anybody else have any that they really like for mm-hmm. adjectives? Because adjectives are really good. You know, they're describing something. So that's, I think, a key one to kind of think of is like, you know, Time how slot. does this person feel about it? Or how are they as a person? How do you describe the person? Come slut. What do you say? Come slut. I can't, you just like... <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to come back to that a lot, aren't we? Baby? <laughs> it can be as used we should. a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, let's talk about the next, I want to go into trigger words. Cause like, you know, we throw out all these words and I'm sure we've probably touched on like for listeners or viewers. Um, we've probably touched on a few that some people are like, ah, oh, I hate that word, you know, personally. And that's pretty normal to kind of come across some. So, um, and I'll give you an example uh, with Brandy. She told me one time being a nurse, she goes, I hate the word moist. Oh, right? God. Yeah. So at first I thought like, what, you don't like that word? Like that's such a good word, right? So I was trying to, anyway, tell, tell people why you don't like that. Because now I've decided it's mean for me to say it and I shouldn't say it. Anymore. Sure. So like in the nursing world, anytime you are charting um, an assessment and you're using the word moist, it's usually in reference to a wound. And so that's the only time I in my life have ever used that word. Even like when you bake a cake, it's like, you're not going to say moist cake. You're going to say you don't want your cake to be dry. And this is how like, it's, it's like a word that's avoided. So in the nursing profession, that's the only time it's used. And so my mind just makes that direct association with moist and wounds and wound dressings. And yeah. Uh, another thing, Brandy and I, there was no, we covered this in another past podcast episode, but we did at our local kink club and community center, the Mark, we had uh, well, Kimberly hosted a party and it was the game of Thrones theme party. And Kimberly and I joking around, we're like, oh, we have to do the Walk of Atonement. Who are we going to do it with? And then I was like, Brandy, she'll do anything. So we did. So Brandy and I had a scene. But then later, because of that, it turned out like Kimberly's like, well, at this party, you've got to have, you know, make a bigger thing. Like we'll have more people there. So therefore, you can actually have like a line, you know, on both sides with the per- people walk down for the Walk of Atonement where the the crowd on either side of them basically throws insults. And if you watch the Game of Thrones uh, series, they threw other things too, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was eggs or stuff like that. And in the series, it was the queen who had to walk down from the religious building back to the safety of her castle. And the whole time, all the townspeople who hated her just, you know, threw their insults and stuff. She was naked thought, too. Okay, that's going to be a great scene. So for the party, we had people sign up and we let them either sign up as um, somebody who's going to do the walk or they could sign up as 
you know, to be in the crowd to throw the insults. And so in order to do the sign up for the thing, I, I forget how we gave him. We gave him like a little color marker or something like this. We, gave, arm, we gave a, a bracelet armband. or armband. Yeah. Color right, armband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was to kind of to make sure that they talked to us just to kind of find the basic rules. Because again, we wanted like, we wanted to encourage people to like say these, you know, quote, mean, dirty things to the person, you know, make them feel that kind of humiliation and that other kind of stuff. But we didn't want to hit certain trigger words. So we wanted to have mm-hmm. a you know quick conversation with everybody on the basic guidelines of, of, of how to do this. And then before each person walked, I kind of made an announcement, you know, like we're going to avoid these, you know, certain topics or these certain words. So we basically thing. went through with them the layout and got informed consent. And mm-hmm. then we got a list from them of the do's and don'ts. And then, but like you were getting ready to say, before each person walked, you went through with the crowd that was going to be like the Jecklers, I guess, um, and told them like there are no words and then what words were okay or what actions were and weren't okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, before I get to my point, interestingly, we had a, a lot more people that wanted to do the walk and be the ones who were being humiliated than we did the crowd. And so at a certain point, Brandy and I were like, we don't have enough of a crowd. Like we have all these people that want to get you know, humiliated. We don't have enough mean people. And we had to, I had to go around and be like, hey, would, don't you want to do this? And then be like, oh, no, it's, I, don't, I don't like being mean to people. I'd be like, well, I know. But, you know, here's why it's not and, and that kind of thing. So we eventually, it, it worked out really well. We did get a good crowd, you know, but it was just, that was kind of interesting to me. But one of the things I want to kind of point out here, since we're talking about trigger words, was there was really three categories that I found that people were like, oh, these are the things I don't like to say. So out of all the people that are doing them, we were getting the same repeating ones, which is one, just don't call people like stupid or dumb. Like that, that kind of insult was, that's one that just skip it, you know, mm-hmm. um, unless your partner, your partner, whatever specifically says, you know, that's something. That yes. Like. But I think otherwise, what'd you say, Kimberly? I said, yes. Oh, that's a like part it. of my bimbofication. Remember right. is that my bimbo is just dumb. Yeah. Your uh, brain just kind of, I don't have a brain even work properly. Right. Cause you think with <laughs> your pussy most of the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so don't call people stupid or dumb. Uh, unless you're, unless it's Kimberly, uh, don't, and even then, you have to do it at the right time because most of the time those words are not cool to say, you know, you've got to do it in the right context. I mean, um, it has to be negotiated and I'm only going to mm-hmm. do this with Steve. Sure. So, you know, it's not like, yeah, I feel like are. a lot of this, a lot of this comes down to like the negotiation piece, right? Like what, mm-hmm. what are you into and what are you not into and what's going to be triggering for you? And I'm, I'm right there with you, Kimberly, like words like um, stupid or dumb or like, didn't you know what you were asking for or um, worthless? Like those are things that don't often get used in in more of like the mainstream stuff, I feel like. But that's right up my alley. So it all depends on what they want. Like you just have to make sure you have a thorough negotiation with them. Mm-hmm. And it has, yeah, the timing I think is important. OK, because, yeah, if you said something to Kimberly, like you're dumb in the daytime, I'm going to say, you know, where, you know, the context and all like, um, that could be really hurtful where if you say it when you're in the bedroom and you're being playful and things like that, you know, because we're going to come to this later, you're kind of letting the person be the bimbo, you know, so mm-hmm. therefore you're, mm-hmm. you're really sh- going to end up showing encouragement, you know, and, and acceptance, uh, through it. I feel like that's a good call out actually what you were saying earlier about, um, 
Oh crap. What were you saying earlier? So it's all about, about timing and context, right? Like if I'm really, really into being called a cum slut in the middle of a scene or in the middle of sex, that's all fine and dandy. But if you tell me that during the day, if we're like walking through Kroger and my partner whispers that into my ear and I'm like not focused on it and it takes me by surprise, I, I might not be into that. Right. Because, um, Stephen, like you were saying earlier about Kimberly, like, strong like feminist values i i consider myself a strong independent woman damn it right like i don't want Mm -hmm. to be treated as lesser than in other circumstances outside of the bedroom like i i want it when i choose to have it so you can't Mm -hmm. just throw words like that at me just any time like it has to be in the right context or in the right mood so we found the words dumb and stupid were not good ones to you know call Mm -hmm. anybody i'm going to add fat and ugly Mm -hmm. in there too you know, that that's kind of tearing people down, you know, in a way that many people are really sensitive to. And then the other ones are just don't say anything that is like racist or sexist or using the wrong pronouns. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, again, it's like there's times when you can do that with the person like Ava's just saying the with the right person at the right time where they can like something like that. But it generally just skip, skip that, you know, that is those can be really those can be triggering words. And that's what we're talking about right now. Um, I found like the word bitch to me feels kind of borderline, you know, because like you can, I, I know some people that really like that word and I know others that do not like that word and the context that you put it in, I think really affects things a lot too. And so a lot of it, I think maybe is intent. So like, if you're going to you know call somebody a, a bitch, it's the intent, you know, and what is your intent? Is it to, is it to tear them down or to put them in their place? Or is it more on the playful kind of way you know that is you know maybe i'm just gonna say more on the sexual side you know but it's really i think depends on how you use it but to me that's kind of a tricky word to mm-hmm. to use yeah do you, do you all have other that. trigger words that you want to talk about no just the stupid one i relate to that one that's the only one that um i don't like being used at all and and what i usually mm-hmm. say is the reason i don't like that one is all the other words that can be used, I can kind of tap into a little bit or kind of pick out at least something to be like, yeah, maybe like 0.5% of me is that. And I can really fall into that. But stupid, I can't identify with whatsoever. So mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't really enjoy fat. I mean, I can't think of like a context where that is like hot for me. Yeah, I put that down. Right. Fat and yeah, fat and ugly. Yeah. 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 I don't have any particular words um, that I want someone to avoid. However, I have had someone in the past try to um, associate insulting words with like, oh, what would your what would your parents think of this? And like that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, don't bring my family into this. This is a fantasy. This is basically role play. Like, don't bring reality into this conversation. That's just right. That like that. That's that's an odd detour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I've, I've messed up with that sometimes, you know, I'm going to say with Kimberly. Okay. Where it's, uh, yeah, you can say the wrong thing. Okay. And so like you're saying, like bringing in parents or family or, you know, what do other people think, but there's a twist in there. Okay. You know, because it can be like, if you're doing something like, you know, I mean, even as simple as like, you know, say you're fucking or whatever and say Kimberly's really enjoying it and she's really into it. Okay. To point that out can be like, you know, like you, how do I want to say it? 
you like especially if we do something at the at our club you know and it's in front of other people it's like well now everybody knows how you are you just you just showed everybody you know that is a different thing because that is like that's one you're just stating the truth you know you just everybody just saw you enjoy that you know now we all know what kind of person you are you enjoy that kind of stuff so that that's is playing with like you have the other people that are kind of there and now you've exposed yourself publicly you know and now everybody knows which can be really freeing it can be scary you know because you're like oh my god i just did you know but it can also be very freeing and that's one of the things i love about our club is it is because afterwards you know you do this thing you're scared about it right and then everybody comes up later and is like you were amazing that was so great to see you know and you're so brave and you get all these really nice kind of compliments but the yeah very similar is like oh what if your parents saw you and then it's like the person's very often like, I don't want to be thinking about my parents and you've, you've injected. (laughs) Yeah. You've injected something that is not what they want to be thinking about. Right. We don't want to talk about like, I bet your grandmother would be really proud of you. Like, no, don't say that, you know, but if you're talking about the dog sees this, the dog sees everything that might be a little bit funnier. You know, and Brandy's like, what the hell? In Brandy, in your case, it's the cat. You've got the cat. The cat. Oh Oh, man. There you go. You see, I'm saying now to like, if, if talking stops, she leaves. And then if, if, if like, you know, there's a period of time and then like she hears like consecutive talking, she'll come back in the room. She's like, Oh, okay. It's okay. Now now, and I'm going to go back in and get attention. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the flip side, you got to trigger words, okay? One thing that I think is really key and really, really important, like this is the main thing, okay, is to talk about how amazing the person is. That is why, you know, it's like, you know, Ava, you you're, you are an amazing slut. You're not just a slut, you are an amazing slut, you know? And <laughs> and because it really is a, a beautiful, great, cool thing for you, you that you are able to be comfortable and confident enough and you know expressive of who you are as a person you're going to share that say with me or other partners whatever like that and you know that's one of the best things so pointing that out you know that if the person yes brandy you're acting like a little pig but it is so beautiful you're such a beautiful little pig come on take it how you're mixing that stuff in there look at her that how you're mixing that stuff in there makes a big difference right so again it's context so the context here is you want to talk about how positive and amazing the person is kimberly you have a thought no no okay. <laughs> i thought you did the way you were smiling so i was just like oh pig <laughs> see like and i also think like in the piggy role is also okay to like talk about being fat because mm-hmm. pigs are fat yeah oh, oh, okay yeah. well that is there... one exa- yeah there you go i was going to mention that earlier but i was like i don't know that under the applause but no it does yeah and that's i think what's fun about all this stuff right we're taking words that are right on the edge you know that a lot of times they have this good bad meaning you know and it's how it kind of applies and so we really are sort of in some ways capturing the words back and Mm -hmm. using them you know for if these words didn't weren't a little i'm gonna say a little triggering Mm -hmm. or have some they would not mean anything if i was like you know, what's a good adjective, like a, a non-descriptive adjective, like a clean, like, oh, Kimberly, you're so clean. Like, that's not the same as saying mm. like, you are, you're dirty because like, dirty okay. we know is wrong. Mm. But by hey, saying Kimberly, you're dirty, that's so sexy. <laughs> yeah. but by 
calling saying the word dirty you're in, you're empowering you're saying you are dirty and i like that about you mm-hmm. and that's what one of the things a lot of times that's when i add like how amazing is a person talk you know talk about that be like like you turn me on so much you know or a great one is like i cannot control myself you know um um you look so beautiful you just look so beautiful with my cock you know in your ass or your mouth you know you're combining these things but the person usually that that's letting them know like okay yeah this is a good thing to be doing you know this person likes this they're not going to be shaming me or feeling bad you know and so there's also a a layer of validation for something that is seen as taboo right like you were talking about how these things like they kind of need to be like sort of a little triggering in some ways right they don't necessarily need to be triggering but they're taboo things or things that we are not supposed to be right society hasn't given given its people permission to be these things or explore these things so there's a lot of um almost acceptance right there's a lot of trust that needs to be built to be able to do that kind of that kind of dirty talk so getting compliments like that can be very validating and almost give you permission not that you need it but give you that permission and support to to be whatever the you know dirty sexy thing is that you want to explore mm-hmm. your taboo is the right word you're correct yeah. about that. That's better than what I'm Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. I was so worried. Well, I messed up. You know, <laughs> it's like you say it better than me. So, and and yeah, I think about it as freedom. You're giving the person the freedom to sort of, in some ways, be themselves, you know, and you're accepting and enjoying them for it. And that's very empowering to them. But it's this freedom, you know, for them to kind of be safe with you and get to explore and have fun and take the chance that they mess up you know and if they mess up it's going to be okay so it really is you know free about freedom and empowering people kimberly what about talking about people's actions do you have any like if you were to describe i don't know how you have any thoughts on this like describing what i want to say is like if you're you're in the moment right and you're doing something and i think just describing what is going on at that particular moment can be can give you ideas you know of of how you're sucking my cock or how we're fucking or how we're doing something you know uh, or or the like i said earlier the 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 uh, the look on the person's face you know oh i can tell you enjoy this you know just that kind of thing um i feel like if a lot of people feel like they're not good at it but maybe they just haven't like given themselves permission to try it, you know, because it's not comfortable, dirty talk in general. Um, But if you're lucky to have a partner who is strong in it, then like, for example, obviously Steve is. So I just like follow his lead, you know, Mm -hmm. and like play off of what he is saying. I was not good at dirty talk. Kimberly, you taught me all this stuff. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I mean, no, I don't think, I don't know when I started or Maybe she provided it, but... you like the safe place to explore it and get good at it. Well, I think it was fun. Like, I, I think I would have been like playing it safe early on, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say, say this because what if the person doesn't do it, right? So then you never take the chance and then you never find, you know, you don't get to know like how, how it works out. So I think that, yes, like I'm going to say with Kimberly, but you know, all of you um, and other people too, the more you do it and more you talk about it and things, you start to kind of know, like I've, I've learned like everybody, I've not met a person that does not like, like the word slut. You know, I'm sure there are some people out there. There's people. 
there i'm sure there are but generally speaking most people like that word these days you know that because it is empowering and it's like no you are allowed to act this way so there's a few people might you know they might have had a bad experience growing up and they were told that and it you know is triggering in that way but i think most people tend to to, tend to like that word oh kimberly's getting a book sorry this is totally totally an aside but i can like turn around in like five seconds and be like look what's on my bookshelf (laughs) Oh, yes. And this is really my favorite one. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, I like that. I do think slut is a really good example, though, of of taking back a word, right? There are certain Mm -hmm. words that I've been seeing as slurs for so long. Mm -hmm. They're just like hot button words, like do do not interact with these words, avoid at all costs, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing of it is that the people that have been called those words as a slur in the past, they have the opportunity to take them back, right? And that Mm -hmm. I feel like is kind of what we've done with with the word slut. There's definitely still people out there that don't like to use that word. Um, But I again think it comes back to like in the frame of dirty talk, that opportunity to take back a word and to use it as a source of empowerment rather than this thing that is um, degrading in a way that is not fun or sexy, right? It's a way to, mm-hmm. to explore those those dirty words that initially were meant to be like sincere insults and turn them around mm-hmm. and make them really valuable to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still work as an insult. If somebody calls you a slut, you know that the intention there is that it's supposed to be bad. I'll be like, like oh yeah, man, who, who told you? Like, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's the reclaiming that we really like right so um then i think the next thing i want to kind of cover and talk about a little bit is like how do you have this conversation with somebody okay so i'm i'm kind of curious i know like i know kimberly's experience is more um so but like ava and brandy have you all had conversations or do you remember like with your partners and stuff like that like how these were first came up did the did the other person just try things do you guys just try things like i'm just curious like what is your experience of of how you start to have the conversations or or figure out what each you you, know, you and your partner are like what those kind of keywords are Brandy, do you want to go first okay for me i don't know i don't know about everybody but for me um there's generally like a negotiation conversation beforehand not a super formal one necessarily but kind of like in that getting to know you stage like the first or second time that we meet up or something just kind of talking about like what we're into and i feel like the conversation most of the time is around like oh what are your kinks do you like being spanked like what are you into and eventually it'll segue segue into like the sexy like bedroom stuff um, and then eventually the question is like, oh, are you into dirty talk? Well, cut, like somebody inevitably asks the question, right? Um, and so we start talking about like what kind of dirty talk because there's so many different kinds. And for for anybody in this room right now, I think you guys have all picked up that like I like some of the more degrading or like degradation type things, right? And not everybody is into that. Some people just want to talk through like, oh, I want to take your panties off with my teeth and then touch you here. And I'm like, this isn't doing anything for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so we talk about what kind, what kind of dirty talk we want. And if in that conversation, we find kinks that we're both interested in or sexy things or dirty talk, they were both interested. Cool. We know where that overlap is and we can kind of plan what we want to do from there. Um, or just, you know, keep that little tidbit of knowledge about what kind of dirty talk Ava likes in your back pocket until the right moment you know, in the bedroom. 
or which I have to say, I like to do that. You know, if we, if we, you know, if Ava and I go out for coffee, I am going to be looking for things that she says that I can like put in my back pocket. I don't have to tell her. I would just save that information for the right time. <laughs> Brandy, what about you? Do, do you talk about this with partners or? So yes and no. There's been a couple partners that if we, like if they're kink inclined already and maybe that's how we met or whatnot, then the conversation of what type of kinks we both like comes up and, you know, my top three. Um, some two of those are humiliation and degradation. So I think that pretty much cues them in really quickly that I'm into verbal and physical um, humiliation and, and such. But also, I'm not sure like if I just give off an energy about it, but like it just seems that some people just go for it and I'm just like totally fine with it. And it, it's not even been a conversation and it just flows really naturally and and it just happens and then that's great and um yeah so then there's been some times where there's not been a conversation at all and it's happened and it's been great i wonder if they try a word this is a suggestion for viewers and listeners Probably. like you know you try a word right and then let's say you, you, the person throws it out there i throw it out there right and then I, i'm seeing brandy's reaction right and i'm noticing oh she liked that okay that right. can kind of tell me like okay do more you know, it may be in right. the same vein. And so it just maybe kind of grows. And so mm -hmm. th that's a, actually, I think probably a really good way without having the actual conversation of like, what words do you like? What are your downs? What are your verbs? Mm -hmm. You know, which is so boring. Do not actually do it that way. Just keep that in the back of your head secretly. But um, yeah, I, I, I bet you that's what people are doing. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a really good technique is to just try a little something that is not so bad. I was scared shitless when I said cunty to Kimberly, man. Aww. I thought I thought she might be pissed off, be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? You know? And instead I got this, ooh, you know, so mm -hmm. you can usually, I mean, as long you know, if you're not sure, don't say it until you have a relationship that's good enough to where you can take that risk. Or if you say the wrong right. thing, and you can even say like, I don't know if you're going to like this word or not, but I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, what if I said, and maybe this is how we did it, Kimberly, like, what if I went around the room and said like, hey, this is cunty, you know, then you're kind of pitching it as an idea. You're not even directly like calling the person that you're just putting in their head so that you can sort of like gauge it, you know, is that a safe word to use or not? Does the person like it? You're breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Hey, True. tell, say what that is again, please, for everybody. Breadcrumbing is, I typically have used it in the context of like deciding if I'm going to come out to somebody about being polyamorous or not. So you mention whatever the, the topic is that you're, you're concerned, like, should I tell them? Should I not? You mention it in a context that doesn't have to do with you. Um, so in the example of polyamory, it could be like, oh, so, hey, boss, man, I just found out last weekend, I was talking to my cousin and it turns out they're polyamorous and they have like three different partners and they like all have sex together. Like, that's so crazy. I don't know if I could ever do that. What do you think? Engage their reaction to that and decide whether or not you're willing to come out to them based on how they react. Right, coming. It's good. That um, was a good description. I, Thanks. I too like you don't have to wait forever to do this kind of thing okay you could do it so we you know we we're always saying or i think personally like the coffee date is like the awesome first date you know it's just you can get in there fast easy the other person can leave whenever they want and you know, that kind of thing so for something like that you know you're having pretend you're having coffee with the other person or whatever you can bring this up 
you know, about like, you know, Hey, I'm trying to get to know you. Like, you know, what, what words do you like, do you like dirty talk? Oh yes. I like dirty talk. Right. Well, that doesn't really tell you much of anything, you know, but at least you broach the subject, right. And you'd be like, well, what kind do you like, you know, and that's letting them kind of offer something to you, you know, so you're kind of, but you're, you're get you're saying it in a way that you're creating a safe environment, you know, and letting them kind of go first with something. And I think you have to do the give and take, you know, it's, it's, uh, you don't want to just be like getting their information and not sharing things that you like too, you know? So it's like when you get something, you'd be like, yeah, I like that too. That that's a good one, you know? And so I think, having, but I think it can be a really fun thing to do when appropriate, you know, on a, an early date, it doesn't have to be like, after I know this person for three months, it can be one, that can be one of the things that can be helpful to be attractive, you know, is to show that you're comfortable talking about the stuff that you're interested in getting to know the person, getting to know, cause these are kind of like intimate things that we're now talking about, right? So you're creating the safe environment and the intimacy there to where, yes, we're going to talk about this because I do want to get to know you better. And that is really cool that you're into those things. So it, it can be a fun early date type topic. Be tactful of how you say it. You, and you all want to add anything on that? I want to add that if this is somebody that you are just not comfortable with bringing, if you're just not comfortable bringing it up in the beginning, or if you are already in a relationship with someone sexually and you've never really broached the topic of dirty talk before, um, I find that a really, really fun one is to ask what kind of porn they're into that could point you in a very clear direction of like what kind of dirty talk they might be interested mm -hmm. in exploring um, or what kind of dirty talk they're already like actively into. Wait, 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 Ava, you watch porn? Wait, 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 Steven, you don't? <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, let, Ava and Brandy, mm -hmm. you guys like role play, don't you? <laughs> I like receiving role play. <laughs> okay, that's what's going to happen. Let, let's, uh, so you see, you two know the least amount about each other and like what your words are. Okay, like I know kind of all three of you. Um, so that's why I'm going to ask the two of you to do this. Okay, so let's let's say you you know you guys are going out on a date together, right? And you're having that coffee date, and you're because everyone not knows sure. we love dates so much. So right. much. Set up for success here. Yeah. But you do like it when it's with the right person, right? And so that's that's where Ava wanted to kind of ask you about your dirty words. So like if you're out on the date, if you can imagine like if you're being out on the date, can you guys kind of role play like how that might come up? Like how either one of you, you know, who want I don't know. Ava, so I would never bring start? that up. I'm just gonna voice okay, that now. Fine. That's so but if Ava, if you would Ava, would you ever bring that up? Or would you wait for the other person to the topic. I think historically the other person brings it up. However, I I don't have any misgivings about bringing it up. I think that would be I would be okay with All right, that. Do it. Okay. And ready and go. <laughs> so, Ava. Hey, hi, Brandy. How are you? Hi, I'm so glad I'm we could do this great. today. Yes, I, I love everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> ask me. Ask me. Uh, what kind of coffee am I drinking? Hey, what type of coffee are you drinking? I'm drinking a dirty chai. Oh, what does that involve? A dirty chai? I'm pretty sure it's just a chai latte with coffee added to it. 
So you just wanted to say the word dirty? I definitely just wanted to say the word dirty. Okay. Yeah. I see how you, okay, you set that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brandy, I was really glad that we could um, take the time to chat and connect. It's been a while. I was actually hoping that I could ask you if you were interested in maybe seeing with me sometime. Oh, um, yeah, I think it depends on what type of scene you would like to do together and if our likes align. But I'm sure. definitely open to the idea of it. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, I I am uh, very much a bottom and I was kind of hoping that we could do something fun and sexy where you maybe make me feel like I've been put in my place a little bit. How does that sound? So I'm actually also mostly a bottom um, so let me kind of pose this scenario to you and see if, if you know anyone that maybe we can invite in to where it's us two as bottoms and maybe the oh. third person is the top. Hey, what, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, no, Hey, I'm here. Hey, Ava. Hey, Brandy. <laughs> oh, I know this I person was just walking by and heard you talk you. about, yeah, you heard about know. her dirty chai. <laughs> And I was like, Kimberly, it's so nice to see you. This is a great <laughs> coffee shop, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, what are y'all talking about? Oh, we were just we talking about desperate me. need top. Desperate need. Oh, well, I talk sometimes. I like to talk oh. to women in particular. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kimberly's actually topped me before. She's yeah. on the phone. Oh, yeah. Kimberly's oh, never really topped me. We tried the one time we to did. set up that. No. popping scene and it like never it, it never happened i know such a tease kimberly get to the dirty um, words you all get to the dirty words so, but you are asking a lot of us right now steven i think you need sorry. to shush and let us do our work you're asking the three no, this is fun. to stay on point <laughs> we're taking our own route okay okay so so kimberly i was i was just telling brandy like i was really hoping that we could do something fun and sexy where like i as a bottom kind of get put in my place a little bit kind of feeling like that is that something that appeals to you maybe for both of us yeah i, I feel like it does um like what do you mean specifically like put in your place like degrading or a little bit of like degrading like sexiness mm-hmm. i don't know brandy i don't know if that's something that you're into also but like i really like the concept of like being kind of like that dirty little whore that gets used and i'm trying so hard not to blush right now mm-hmm. uh- <laughs> yes i agree with all that so i like <laughs> okay. to be put you know as far down on the bottom as i can because i have a natural inclination to try to climb back up mm-hmm. and so to continue to be put down there is a lot of fun for me okay cool both verbally done so or even physically maneuvered okay. to a downward lying position mm. <laughs> so Very what forceful. kind of words are like yes. a no like a red so talk for me about my parents <laughs> <laughs> yeah Alyssa, we i members. was not planning uh, on it <laughs> yeah i'll any members on the family tree if we can avoid that that'd be great and um i i do not like the word stupid to use okay. in any context all right so i'm um, like i'm okay with like the word dumb or but just the word very oh, okay. particular stupid i'm not okay with in particular okay in particular yeah kimberly what are some words that you like to use that are sexy yeah. i'm just kind of curious if they line up with mine 
Um, well, you know, I haven't done much of this as a top, but I'm like interested in exploring it. So mm -hmm. I'll just say that first, but I think slut is definitely a go-to. Um, like, I kind of like the idea of someone being like a Barbie and I'm like, you're just a dumb Barbie, but you know, that might be too... I volunteer as tribute <laughs> to help you to help you explore that that yes. Thing, Kimberly. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh, but okay, okay. So, Kimberly, so tell me this: Are you interested in exploring mostly from like a verbal stance, or more of like um, like toys, like um, strap-ons or chains, or like Brandy was talking about, like being pushed down to the ground, like that kind of a thing? Like, what is that like? Mm physical side of it what does what sounds interesting to you in that regard I feel like I am definitely into um the verbal side mostly but I would be interested in exploring like the physical side as well since as a top I really like impact if we could kind of like pair all of that mm -hmm. with maybe some um restraints or pushing down as well I like that Brandy do you like that I love that idea. I kind of like the idea of like struggling against restraints mm -hmm. a little bit. Like mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of want to fight you a little bit, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, like push back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Can, okay. Can I stop you all there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're all going to meet at the mark next weekend. <laughs> we will report back. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to try a different version and a different type of, like, again, to kind of show as an Were you example, disappointed okay? in us? For no, how, I was did not. You, not? you okay. guys, that was fun. And you all okay. went, I didn't know where you all would go with it. We, you know? I don't think we did I'm either. so glad that we ran into Kimberly on our coffee. Game I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Know. That what are the chances? Coincidence. I know. Yeah, what are the chances? Well, that's weird. <laughs> I probably know you the least as far as like your, your words and things like that. So let's pretend you and I are out on coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we're just talking small talk about like things you like and whatever like that. Okay. At a certain point, again, my goal in, in this case, okay, is going to be to try to just figure out some words that you like basically so I can have them in the back of my, my mind and maybe we use them or explore with them later. I don't have to have a thing planned. I don't have to know that, Oh, we're going to do a scene or, anything like that right it literally is like i just want to get to know you better and part of getting to know you better is to kind of know know the dirty words that you like you know that's going to tell me a lot about you you know what kind of adventurous person you are and things like that so if we're out having coffee and we're talking about things uh, so i'm going to start off real kind of generic or something like that so um let's say maybe we're talking about like uh i i really like that dress you've got on Ava, it's really nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I like the way it's cut and you know, it's you you look very sexy with it. I know. Oh you also look like <laughs> and you look very nice and very clean and stuff, but there's also like there's a little bit of danger in there. Do, oh, you think do I'm you dangerous? have a dangerous side? I oh, I definitely have a dangerous side, yes. Would it, like do I need to be afraid of the dangerous side? I don't know. Are you afraid in general, Stephen? How how brave are you? I'm a little bit nervous right now. You're making oh. me a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay. Well, how are you dangerous? Like I good dangerous? Like 
No, it depends on what good dangerous is. I just like pushing boundaries a little bit. Like if you're, fun. you have, okay. Are you, you have like an adventurous side is what you're saying. Yeah. Playful. Sure. We'll call adventurous it that. Side. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm going to say anything. T tell me more. About my adventurous side? Yeah. I'm feeling so spunky today. I don't think I should say the things that are coming to my mind. <laughs> um, that, that, hey, that is exactly, that's a, that's fine. You don't have to tell me like what that. that is yeah. exactly what I would love to hear. It's just us. It's just the two of us. Four of us. And the rest no, of the No, it's just the two of us. Uh -huh, There's nobody uh -huh. else here. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like to be adventurous sometimes and, and push boundaries and uh, maybe, you know, engineer playful situations where I might get in trouble and have to pay for it. Ooh. So mm -hmm. you, you, you are a little dirty. I'm you, just, I'm a little feisty dirty. Sure. You, do you like dirty talk? Oh yeah. Dirty talk's hot. Okay. So look right there. I just found like this opportunity just to kind of ask the question, just straight up direct. Right. So mm -hmm. now we're into it. Okay. You do, you do like dirty talk. I do. Like, do like you what? like dirty talk? I do like dirty talk. Oh, you do? Look at that smile yeah, on your can, face. I see a twinkle. Are you good at doing eyes. it? Can you do it to me? You, no, you... I'm terrible at dirty talk. I am. I am great at receiving dirty talk. Like what? What words do you like? Um, I like being called degrading or like objectifying type things. Really? Yeah, a little I, bit. You know, I would if I just like was walking down the street and saw you. I would not ever know that about you. But I, I love that. That is really interesting. Can, do you mind telling me more? Mm, maybe. <laughs> um, I uh, objectify like so. If I was objectifying, like how, like, like I just what? Give me an example of objectification. Um, like, like degrading words, like you know, like slut or whore, um, or you know, just brainless or um. Or what about like, like I can't help. I can't help myself. It's the way you dress. Like, I just, I don't, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, that works. That works. <laughs> Do you hear the laugh? The giggle? Um, it's a little tame, but it works. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you, right there, that is awesome <laughs> that you say that. Like, that's a challenge, but that's also permission for me to, to say more. Like, that is you asking for more, mm -hmm. you know? So that works. So you do you like uh, I'm I'm gonna guess that you also like rough sex then like to be pushed down and and you I'm guessing you like to be pushed down and you like to have you like a good fucking, don't you? Who doesn't like a good fucking? You like a good fucking though. <laughs> I think you definitely you enjoy no. that. Uh, there there is a time and place for softer, more sensual, deeper mm -hmm. sex. Um but I, I definitely hold a lot of space in my life for the rougher, dirtier sex. Yes. And you know, one of the th cool things about like the rougher, dirtier stuff is like, just like I was saying, like, I can't control myself, um, which obviously you have to control yourself, you know, but it's like, yes, sometimes it's like, you know, you just want the other person so much, you know, and like that feels good to be wanted that much that they can't help it. They just have to have you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where that rougher, dirtier sex really has its nice appeal. Which is really, in a lot of ways, like that's a really sweet kind of thing. Like I just want to be loved and wanted and all that. But it's like you're really held down there. And so that sounds well. It sounds like you have a good, fun, adventurous side. Yeah. I will have Does to, that sound? I look forward. I look forward to knowing more and getting to know you.
and we will cut with that. <laughs> so hopefully that is like the two of the two examples that we gave, you know, if you're a viewer or listener, like hopefully that gives you kind of an idea of like how you can like get into the conversation, you know, and talk about something in a way that is not weird. You know, you're, you're just kind of, we're doing like Ava said, breadcrumbing. You're, you're going from like, oh, it's nice to meet you in this nice dress. I wouldn't jump right into the dirty sex, wait 30 minutes or something like, that, <laughs> you know, before you, but you know, you can, the conversation, you can get the conversation there. And, you know, when, when the other person says something that is like similar, like dirty or dangerous or adventurous or whatever, like you can kind of, you know, use that to kind of lead into it. And it could be a really nice natural flow to get to know each other. It can be fun. Yeah. I do feel like Steven, like you set me and Brandy up for failure because we had to role play this coffee date and you were mm -hmm. like, get to the dirty stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. the dirty stuff doesn't happen for like a while yeah. more. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. I don't know how I to know. speed this up any faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, you, thank God Kimberly came along. Thank God. For right. Kimberly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like a kinky superhero. Yes. Uh -huh. She get you a cape. A cape. The big ass on it. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, Brandy. Yeah. You want to give us kind of a summary of everything? Like the main, the main, in your opinion, the main points for people to remember when they want to do dirty talk. Oh goodness. I feel like um, the teacher and like, I just called on this kid. In the you back did. Of the and it's like, and I didn't like, have time uh, to look and, and like count the paragraphs ahead and reread it 10 times before it was my turn to actually read it. Um, okay. Can you repeat the question one more time, please? <laughs> yeah. Just in, in your own words, you know, what do you think? Like, if you're going to talk, if you're going to tell somebody about dirty talk, can yeah. you just summarize, like, what are the main kind of key points that you think people should remember? Well, I think first, before you go into exploring dirty talk, you, you yourself need to know how you feel about it. Like if you like it, what you like about it and have a clear picture of either what you like or what you want to explore because it can get confusing. Um, and so when you want to have that topic with someone kind of just, you know, as, as soon as Ava was like dirty chai, I was like, okay, we can kind of play off the dirty word. You can kind of find identifiers in the conversation that will kind of lead you in that direction. But also if the person you're speaking with is giving pushback, you know, kind of rein it in a little bit. If, if it, you're getting any type of resistance, because it just might not be a comfortable topic and you might have, you know, look for those context clues that if you brought it up too soon or if you need to rein it back in, um, but still feel comfortable exploring it. If it's something that you desire and that you that's important to you, there's just always a time and place to do it and finding that person. That's great. That was, but the, I don't know. Was that right? Was that okay? That was wasn't wrong. Plus. It wasn't wrong. That was <laughs> yeah. my, that was my takeaway. Kimberly or Ava, anything to add? Uh, be sensitive to trigger words. Figure, try and figure out what their trigger words are before you just accidentally like step on a landmine with them. Like try to have an idea of what to avoid before trying anything too adventurous. Yeah. And if you do step on a landmine, like be genuine and say oh my god i'm so sorry that was totally my fault and you know yeah acknowledge it and yeah yeah and, because yeah. how you handle that yeah. situation yeah. is gonna that it can gain you points you yeah. messed up but because the you were kind the way you know and admitted and caring about it it's like mm -hmm. you actually gained some points yeah yeah kimberly anything i don't think so i mean they kind of yeah, covered they it yeah 
Well, coming up, thank you, everybody. Coming up next week, I believe we're going to be set up with our uh, friend and guest, Ivy Minx. Uh, she ranks Yay. really high. Yay. She ranks really high on the OnlyFans, and she's rather successful as a sex worker. So Kimberly Top came 5% up. percent of OnlyFans, which I was like, oh, my Top gosh. 5%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed like when it comes to like her Instagram and things like that, like she knows what she's doing. So I've been impressed with how she kind of, I'm going to say some of it is the business side of how she puts things together, but she's a very nice person. You know, I really like her. And, uh, but Kimberly came up with this idea that, you know, we should get somebody who is a sex worker on the show, one, to kind of help destigmatize that term and in, in being a sex worker. And then two, what can we learn from them? You know, like they've, sex workers have like a certain perspective and certain, uh, I guess perspective is the right word. And there, you know, there's some things that we can all learn from them and that are gonna make us better people. And so I, that's, that's what I have approached her with, you know, so I started off just shooting her a, uh, you know, a message and she came back and I said, you, you know, are you interested? I don't know if you are. And she came back and she said, I'm 1000% interested. So Aww. I felt like, wow. Uh, and then later I got to talk to her some about it too. Um, just the two of us just kind of talking and, you know, she was really happy cause she's like, no, I, I would like to do kind of more stuff about this. Like the fact that I, you know, it's not just like I'm on OnlyFans, but I'm also able to communicate stuff that I have learned. And then she mentioned like, she's 20 years old. So she's young. I didn't realize she was that young, but you know, I think like that's actually to me is impressive, you know, that, that she has like a really good head on her shoulders and she's 20 years old. And it's like you, Ava, I'm jealous of both of you. You know, if I knew the stuff back then, like, you know, I'm, I'm a, a lot slower at it, but anyway, so she's, she's impressive. So she's going to come on, tell us some tips and tricks, things like that, that she can maybe share with us. And I'm really looking forward to that, to that. So I think we're going to be able to do that for next week. If you're a first time listener, please remember to subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes. We come out with new one every Friday. If you're viewing this on YouTube, we'll get it posted. Um, we also have our website, ethicalseduction.com. There are also Ethical Seduction on Facebook and Instagram and FetLife for those of you on FetLife. And if you have specific questions about relationship styles or anything like that, did you, any, if you have specific questions that we can help you with, just write, write to us. You can email me at steven at ethicalseduction.com or you can leave us a voicemail. If you go to the website, we've got a button. Just click on that and you can leave a voicemail for us and we could use that on the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. And uh, everybody keep on creating the sex and relationships that you want.